War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. Edition 2 plus 2 equals 4. And as you can tell from the background music, we've changed the setup from number 3. We're still playing around with Audacity, getting to know the functions a little bit more, adding music uh, here and there, a couple of special effects. And I decided today to try something new. I actually set up the whole show ahead of time for an hour long. And the way that's going to work is we're going to have like uh, a little... It, the show's going to be divided in four spots of 15 minutes. And at each intersection, we've got a song for you. And uh, in between, I'll be talking about various things. I've got an article on RFID that I want to get into with you guys. And I'm going to talk a, bit, a little bit about um, the illustration I'm working on, uh, a little bit of progress on the website, and starting chapter three very soon. I couldn't wait. Can't wait for that. Can't wait for that. It's been driving me mad. It's like in my veins pumping. You know, get started on this thing. Get to the drawing board and put pens, paper, uh, pencil to the paper. That's right. And uh, get a move on. Get things going. I want to see this thing progress. Uh, for those of you who've uh, listened to one, two, or three, you probably know that I've got a new job now. Yes, I'm s- a salesman for a tech store nearby. Uh, you guys in the United States might know it as Radio Shack here in Canada. It's uh, changed its name since this summer because uh, apparently it's been bought by Intertan, the old company that uh, used to be a Tandy Computers. Well, I'm now working for Tandy Computers selling technology, different various sorts of technology, whether it be little bits and pieces here and there, or sound systems, computers, and all. Radio, satellite, television, satellite, digital TVs, LCD or plasma, all that kind of jazz. Well, I'm not selling that here, so that's enough of that. And yeah, I've been struggling in between uh, the the work time to try to get work done on my illustration of Winston. The illustration is entitled Watched, and I've actually spent a whole week uh, finishing up on the smoke and the hair of the character on that illustration. So if you've seen the illustration, you know what I'm talking about. All right. So, yeah, well, we've got our first uh, uh, publicity today, first advertising in the show, you know, to get things rolling, uh, to help pay the bills. So uh, that's uh, that's new, too. Uh, And, uh, yeah, we'll uh, got a couple of shout-outs. And um, I'm gonna need a little bit of help on this project, so if there's anybody out there with particular talent that can contribute to the project and, you know, wants to, of course, I mean, uh, if, you, if you like this, uh, if you think this project is cool and trippy, like me, and you want to get into it, well, there's room for uh, a couple of things to be done. Uh, we need people to uh, help on the website to update the information. Uh, even a couple of programmers might help. PHP, MySQL. I'm learning these things. I'll probably have them down by Christmas time or you know January 1st, something like that. I'm always into my computer, like very heavily at the end of the year. So uh, you know, it's probably the only time I got to um, 
really sit down and uh, play with the computer intensely without feeling that I should be, you know, working on the comic or something like that because it's the end of the year. So probably be a boost of uh, PHP MySQL early next year, even if I don't get another programmer. But until then, I want to get work on the comic done, uh, get some content on the website. I'm going to try to do a page tonight after the podcast if everything goes well. Let you guys know about this uh, probably next time too. And um, yeah, we're uh, we're weekly now. I uh, first started the podcast saying, you know, well, let's try to get it daily. You know, very motivated. I've been listening to podcasts for three weeks now, I guess, and uh, really primed and pumped. Uh, to be participating in this uh, democratic media. I've uh, actually found a couple of Montreal and uh, I've told everybody around me about it. And uh, two that I know of have picked it up and have now podcasts. So I'll let you guys know more about that uh, in the future. <sighs> All right. So this feels good. Well, I've actually set up 15 minutes for the introduction, but things are going a little bit faster than I expected. That's cool. A little extra time. Might get squeezed in between the next ones, but uh, we're we're trying this format. It's a little bit more fun for me. I don't know if... uh, uh, Well, you got to listen to me rant about this anyway. Okay. So... Well, uh, that's uh, pretty much it for the intro. I guess I won't need 15 minutes for a damn intro. Went on my head like that. I wish I could have this program where I could push buttons and, you know, switch uh, here and back and forth and, you know, get the song started at will and just put songs in loops and shit like that. Um, but no, no, no. I open source software. I don't know that I can do that yet, but if you do know how to do that and you'd like to share that with me, uh, send me an email, bigbrother at 1984comic.com. So I guess I could uh, mention a couple of things that are coming up soon that I might forget later. There's actually an Ubuntu conference, um, sort of, where the developers are meeting in Montreal on October 30th. So um, that's interesting. Why? Well, because uh, I'm on Ubuntu right now. That's right. I'm recording using Audacity, which is a free software running on a Linux version of Debian called Ubuntu. If you don't know what it is, check it out. It's a real easy way to get uh, introduced to Linux, I guess you could say. Uh, not perfect when it's set up. You, you gotta you know, go online to ubuntuguy.org and install a couple of codecs and shit to um, get yours fully functional with uh, MP3 reading and writing and uh, also a couple of codecs if you want to watch movies on your computer. Okay, so yeah, I'll be attending there. I'm planning on going, and I might, if I can figure out how, I might get a little bit of audio back from there, or actually do a cast from there. No, I can't really do that, can I? Uh, well, maybe with my laptop. Okay, so we'll figure that out, too. So we'll watch that. That will be cool. There's also something coming up, uh, I think it's next week. I'll have to verify the date exactly, at uh, Café Utopic, which is a really cool place here in Montreal. And uh, there's going to be someone uh, to come chat about uh, open software, open source software too. And we'll keep an eye on that because uh, why are we uh, focusing on open software so much? Well, because uh, simply it's cool. It's uh, not just cool, it's also very practical because it's not proprietary. You're not financing uh, companies that are actually uh, screwing around and uh, with uh, totalitarian regimes like China getting journalists in jails for uh, writing articles commemorating uh, Tiananmen Square or other articles on human rights and such uh, dangerous thinking that's going on in China. So yeah, I'm talking about Microsoft, Google, Cisco, and maybe a couple of others that I'm not aware of yet. The list is long enough. Pretty depressed to hear that Google was into that, man. Yep, gotta watch out for Google soon. been listening to podcasts with a friend of mine who came here today and really really cool shit uh he actually 
downloaded a couple of podcasts random on my list because I have so many podcasts on my list that I never get time to listen to them all. But uh, there was a really cool one. Uh, you could tell the guy was reading from his podcast, but it's really, really interesting. I think it's... Um, let me see, where is it? Uh, at the bottom here. Well, one I gotta mention that's really cool is Oilcast. I haven't listened to that enough. The sound gets really bad on my machine. I gotta get some speakers. Uh, yeah, because I just got a left fucking speaker working, and it's, it's just terrible. Right now it's okay. I got like my headphones on so I can listen to the song. Full stereo, but uh, no, gotta get uh, some things up and running. Been listening to podcast 411 this week. Really cool podcast. Lots of information on uh, if you want to be doing your own podcast, which I highly recommend. Just started doing it, and it's quite a thrill. You know, <laughs> I haven't even got any feedback, but uh, just the the thrill of putting something together in audio and putting it out there, uh, speaking your mind. Whether or not you're listened to, uh, well, I, I guess it's the whole theme of 1984, isn't it? Somewhere, yes, it is. Winston's Diary here. And I'm definitely going to cut on the intro time next time. And I'm probably going to build it, probably going to try something else entirely. So, yeah, basically the week gives me time to put some music together, do a little research on the articles and what's going on. But I've been real busy, had a hard week, um... Oh man, learning how it, what it's like to work for the man in a corporate structure, boy, that ain't sweet all the time. You know, really, really insane things uh, that go on with the supervisor. I mean, in corporations, man, it's, it's like people eat each other alive. It's like uh, the employees are cannon fodder for uh, for the, those who work just above them, and uh, same thing above. You know, it's just like ripping each other's head off oh my god it's not a very it's not a very very uh, friendly atmosphere you're living in you're working that is in a, in a corporate structure well we'll see how that goes I think I can tough it out until the <laughs> until Christmas time man is that gonna be hell oh it's a it's a store right in uh, this uh, pretty rich uh, I guess you might say uh, uh, what do you call it uh, damn English words are just on the tip of my tongue oh well never mind that this huge store what do you call it these megaplexes oh fuck it oh well Okay, so open source, open software, we'll be uh, making the whole comic book on open software as far as we can. I've actually been dreaming on uh, setting up another uh, another Linux, you know, saving all my uh, my data and put it together and actually reinstalling the whole shit on there and getting rid of, getting rid of Windows, hope, you know, maybe eventually, but uh, uh, still some hesitancy there because uh, I haven't figured out how to get the, the scanner programmed. And you know, ah, oh, man, just doing an installation would take a week out of me. Don't want to do that. Not at this time. I want to get some work done. I want the comic to advance, and I'll probably have enough time to be doing that during uh, during this Christmas season. Oh man, it's, it feels terrible to be talking about that three months in advance. Uh, but you gotta look into the future if you want things to come out. If you've been following this project for a long time, you probably know that uh, I've uh, taken a little bit too much time than I should have drawing. I've been always busy, you know, running right and left, uh, getting this started as a company and trying to pay the bills, you know, and I've got some contracts here on the side, uh, left and right. I'll get into that in, later in the show. But hey, that's the whole trip about, um, that's the whole theme of this podcast. It's getting an independent project up and running, uh, what's going on behind the scenes, uh, you know, solving the the problems that come up in setting up an event, uh, which we'll be doing, uh, which is scheduled for April 4th, which is when the comic, uh, which is when the story starts, of course, but uh, it's when I want to do the official launch, because it's actually going to be uh, one year after I've registered Edition uh, Vestige, which uh, will be uh, the name under which we'll be uh, printing the comic books, uh, that is uh, the brand name, if you will. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be two years after I first put the website on the internet uh, in uh, 2004. So, uh, 
very, very soon. Six months and a comic is going to be coming out. Well, I know it's not soon compared to all the other comic books that are coming out from Marvel, but you've got like five people working on them and uh, you've got like lots of money pushing it behind. So, no, totally independent, boys and girls. Big Brother is watching you. As I was saying, this is an independent project, and like all independent projects, we gotta pay the bills. So we've uh, ex- we've decided to add uh, advertising to this podcast, and uh, but you know it fits into the context. It's ad that's you know well integrated. So without further ado, our very first advertisement. Shut your ears. Now. of every person at Pepsi Cola are with you. I got fired by my boss, Pepsi. We have to look great for Pepsi Cola. I nailed Jesus to the cross, Pepsi. Well, you gotta pay the price. Powdered mashed potatoes in the cupboard for three years. Okay, 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 you got me, you got me. That wasn't an advertisement. That was actually a song by Negative Land called The Greatest Taste Around from the album Dyspepsy, which is an album that is full of uh, excerpts from Pepsi commercials, Coke commercials, and even uh, behind-the-scenes marketing excerpts, it appears. And these guys are really uh, music hackers. Uh, They use incredibly old machines in different ways, playing around with them and tweaking them to get their music going. So uh, if you're if you don't know them yet, uh, get to know them. Negative Land at uh, negativeland.com. Negative without an e, so that's n-e-g-a-t-i-v-l-a-n-d.com. And uh, yeah, we might even play a little bit more of music uh, from Negative Land in the future. I love these guys. Get their albums. Their music is incredible. I, will, I can't emphasize it enough. I'm thinking I'm going to actually order another album after this show. Yes, I will. I will. Okay. Now, in today's headlines, I've found this article today. Uh, I actually got it off conspiracyarchive.com. If you don't know them, uh, they've got lots of different information from different sources, and uh, they're, they've got a special section called 1984, and I don't know where these guys get their information or how many guys are behind this, but they've always got great info. And uh, this article is actually from uh, 
the article that they had a link to is from canadafreepress.com. The address I'll give out after the article because anyways, once you read the article, that's when you're interested in finding out more and that's when you need the address, not beforehand. And the title is called An Overview from Caspian's Spy Chips Website from Wednesday, October 12th, 2005, so three days ago. And uh, the article starts out saying RFID stands for Radio Frequency Identification, of course, a technology that uses tiny computer chips smaller than a grain of sand to track them at a distance. And it's it's true, man, that these, um, these chips are very small. I saw them firsthand um, a couple of weeks ago at uh, a Bell conference. They had this in, in this tiny little glass bottle in water. They had the chips. Uh, incredibly small. These RFID spy chips have been hidden in packaging of Gillette Razor products and in other products you might buy at a local Walmart, Target or Tesco, and they are already being used to spy on people. Each time tiny chip is hooked up to an antenna that picks up electromagnetic that picks up electromagnetic energy beamed at it from a reader device. When it picks up the energy, the chip sends back its unique identification number to the reader device, allowing the item to be remotely identified. Spy chips can beam back information anywhere from a couple of inches to up to 20 or 30 feet away. Some of the world's largest product manufacturers have been plotting behind closed doors since 1999 to develop and commercialize this technology. If they are not opposed, their plan is to use these remote-readable spy chips to replace the barcode. And RFID tags are not an improved barcode, as the proponents of the technology would like you to believe. RFID technology differs from barcodes in three important ways, and the author goes to point them out. Number one. With today's barcode technology, every can of Coke has the same UPC or barcode number as every other can. A can of Coke in Toronto has the same number of can of Coke as the same number as a can of Coke in Topeka. Okay, with our FID, each individual can of Coke would have a unique ID number which could be linked to the person buying it when they scan a credit card or a frequent shopper card, i.e. item registration system. Unlike a barcode, these chips can be read from a distance, right through your clothes, wallet, backpack or purse without your knowledge or consent, by anybody with the right reader device. In any way, it gives strangers x-ray vision powers to spy on you, to identify both of you and the things you're wearing or carrying. Do I need to point out the dangers of this? Any guy who, or gal who, you know, any villain, if you will, that could put up a scanner together could tell who's wearing what and who has what in his house in the environment. Like, uh, you could use that to scan for, let's say, hmm, plasma TVs, jewelry, uh, you know, anything of value, basically. That was item number two. Item number three. Unlike the barcode, RFID could be bad for your health. RFID supporters envision a world where RFID reader devices are everywhere. In stores, and floors, and doorways, on airplanes, even in the refrigerator and medicine cabinets of our own homes. In such a world, we and our children would be continually bombarded with electromagnetic energy. Researchers do not know the long-term health effects of chronic exposure to the energy emitted by these reader devices. Many huge corporations, including Philip Morris, Procter & Gamble, and Walmart, have begun experimenting with RFID chip technology. Gillette is the leading of the pack and recently placed an order for up to 500 billion RFID tags from a company called Alien Technology. We kid you not, says the author. These big companies envision a day where every single product on the face of the planet is cataloged and tracked with RFID spy chips. As consumers, we have no way of knowing which packages contains these chips, while some chips are visible inside a package. 
RFID chips can be well hidden. For example, they can be sewn into the seams of clothes, sandwiched between layers of cardboard, molded into plastic or rubber, as integrated into consumer package design. This technology is rapidly evolving and becoming more sophisticated. RFID spy chips can even be printed, meaning the dot on a paper, the letter I, could be used to track you. In addition, the telltale copper antennas commonly seen attached to RFID chips, chips can now be printed with conductive ink, making them nearly imperceptible. Companies are even experimenting with making the product packages themselves serve as antennas. As you can see, it could soon be virtually impossible for a consumer to know whether a product or a package contains an RFID spy chip. For this reason, Caspian, the creator of this website, is proposing federal label labeling legislation, the RFID Right to Know Act, which would require complete disclosure on any consumer products containing RFID devices. We believe the public has a right, absolute right to know when they are interacting with technology that could affect their health and privacy. Don't you? Join us, the author says. Let's fight back before big corporations track our every move. Hmm. Alright. Uh, wish I had the name of the author here, but I don't. But you can get the article at canadafreepress.com slash 2005 slash cover 101205.htm canadafreepress.com Oh my god, RFID chips. Not the first time we hear about it, and certainly not the last. It's probably going to get... Uh, I've always thought that RFIDs would uh, RFIDs would uh, slowly get into our lives without us knowing about it. I'm sure that's the way they're going to go. Now, a couple of weeks ago, I guess I reported that at number two, maybe. I don't know. I did a couple of number threes that I didn't post because I didn't, wasn't satisfied with the way it came out. But anyway, I'll repeat it even if I already said it. Uh, we, a friend of mine and I went to a, basically a Bell conference, and uh, there was this guy with a company. What's the name again? A company that's building RFID chips uh, for you know for various reasons. Um, one among them is uh, transport tracking, tracking uh, items like uh, TVs or you know just basically any consumer product uh, to track it when uh, when it's uh, moving from point A to point B. Which, you know, is a legitimate use. It's very good information to know where your package is when it's coming. I mean, who doesn't want to know that information? Uh, but uh, we actually raised uh, some, uh, some good questions like, uh, what happens with the chip? You know, when do they take it off? Do they take it off? And uh, their reply basically was, uh, well, the chips can, you know, a lot of times these chips are passive. So as long as there's no signal to... Uh, which is bullshit because you know anyone with, who has an active reader can just throw the signal in and get the information from it. But uh, you know he was hinting as a, you know oh yeah they'll be taking them off or something. Which uh, uh, yeah okay I guess my pessimistic paranoia view of the world has me believing that they won't. No I don't think they will. Sorry about that. Okay I'm looking for the information and the name of that company which I don't have right next to me so I'll be for another episode probably won't be the last time we'll be talking about RFID lots of ways Big Brother has to spying on you I'll also be posting this article on uh, 1984comic.com. Actually, supposed to post the uh, article I was talking about in uh, chapter three, but I didn't get to do that, did I? Hmm. I'll have to do that a little later. Ah oh, man, so little time, so much to do. But I've put my whole weekend away this time to work to get the comic book started. But uh, I'll get into that a little bit later, right after uh, after our second song. That's right. Uh, we've got some good music for you guys today. Come on. 
something that's not going to come just yet. Oh, here it is. watching us all the time and more and more every day it seems all across the world and um, well without further ado I've got a great song for you guys here unfortunately I don't know the author I can get that information but here is Rocked by Ray enjoy ladies and gentlemen This is the CBS Evening News with Dan Rather reporting from CBS News headquarters in New York. Good evening. Danger, war, killer, fraud, CIA, mayhem, crisis, horrible, inflation, military threat, flaming debris, fatal heart attack, stress injuries, prison disaster, economic collapse, dangerous radiation, a tide of violence and human misery, a liar, and an unremorseful killer. Communists international smuggling pipeline, starving victims. Now they die. Chemical weapons, carpet bomb, deaths, tough FBI, kill and injure children, police conspiracy, negative attacks, discipline, sex and drinking benches, dying of a heart attack, dying of breast cancer, dying of a Japanese nuclear bomb, mountains of credit card debt, the mountain of cocaine, tons of cocaine, atomic bomb radiation experiments, unwitting test subjects, dangerous radiation, marijuana abuse, hooked on drugs, time for us to bug out. Rock, rock, rock by rape, rock, rock, rock by rape, rock, rock, rock by rape, sex, drugs, and rock by rape. Nazi war criminals, cancer, darkness, murder, caution, terrorist, castigation, police conspiracy, dramatic urban torture, drunk driving, hostage siege, government shutdown, collapses, desperation, despair, deep into debt, criminal, persecuted, semi-automatic handgun, explosive gunmen killed at tourists, funeral victims, racist, massive lawsuit, hostage, ethnic war, cancer death rate fleeing for their lives, CIA narcotics operations, hungry, homeless, frustrated terrorists, spoiled, unsanitary, hard-hitting losers, brutal, bizarre, critical bombing, the gang's rule, criminal, anti-government love triangle, deeper and deeper into damage, even death, anti-drug DEA, worldwide ban, time for us to bug out. By rape, rock, rock, rock by rape, rock, rock, rock by rape, sex, drugs, and rock by rape. Disgruntled conspirator attack killed. U.S. warplane went down in flames, crash, gun down, shooting death, blood drops, murderer, desperate tragedy. Isn't he dead? Death penalty, ransom note, forbidding, notorious, overwhelming, communist, urban punishment, low ethics, extortion and murder, a plane crash set an entire neighborhood on fire, international smuggling pipeline, make it faster, better, cheaper, health risk, criminal, murdering a man, tough, diplomatic hell on earth, magnetic radiation, fraudulent assassins, mysterious murder, chemical terrorism, military targets, fatal crash, danger, accident, no known survivors, wild and woolly semi-automatic truck bomb, emergency anti-fatal shooting rampage, notorious negative police brutality, fear the hidden Nazis next door, Marxist rebels, serious murderer, accidents, problems, punitive damages, like that negative heart-wrenching controversy, time for us to bug out. Rock, rock, rock by rape. 
by rate. Rock, rock, rock by rate. Sex, drugs, and rock by rate. Rock out, rock out, rock out, rock, rock. And that's part of our world tonight. For the CBS EVU News, Dan Rather reporting. Good night, and have a great weekend. Oh yeah, and that was uh, Rocked by Rape, and I just uh, did a quick Google search and uh, found a site called The Evolution uh, from uh, at www.opsound, that's O-P in the word, sound.org, slash artist, slash The Evolution Control Committee. Yep, that's them, The Evolution Control Committee. And uh, it says here, years ago, The Evolution Control Committee put out a 7-inch single on the eerie materials labeled called Rock by Rape. The single's A-side blended together American newsreader Dan Rather rape, rapping violent, excuse me, violent rhetoric over a plotting beat of collaged ACDC riffs. The B-side starts with the cut-up of dialogue explaining of how to make cut-ups of dialogue, basically, and then provides the entire collection of Dan Rather's violent phrases as your source material. After building momentum for a year, the review of the single in Spin magazine tipped CBS off to, exist to its existence, and then lawyers delivered a cease and desist letter to the label before the issue even hit the stands. The label, with its owner on the verge of moving to another country, had to delete the single from its catalog immediately. The ECC fought a war in the press and reached a stalemate where CBS did not pursue legal action, but did not promise never to do so. Since the beginning of the legal threats, the ECC has offered free downloads of the single. The ECC welcomes sampling and manipulation of all ECC music. And if I'm not mistaken, this must be yeah, Creative Commons type uh, material here. Something or other. Oh, they've got a podcast here. Cool. I think the artist is a podcast. Yeah, go to www.opsound.org slash artist slash the evolution control committee. Cool. So I'll copy this and add this to my, uh, my list of podcasts right here. Ah, oh, man. I love this uh, podcast. But I guess that, yeah. <laughs> Weird. My roommate was actually. Laughing at most of the podcasting is just people talking about how they love podcasting, and I yeah I guess that's a fair view of things, isn't it? But man, it's so new, it's so free, it's so accessible, and you know he's one to talk. He's got a podcast too, but yeah, I guess he's not ranting about it. Ah uh, well, I'll try to get an excerpt from one of his podcasts next time. He's got a couple of funny things in there. Very funny, very very dangerous material. Also, too dangerous to be named on this podcast. All right, so where was I? Oh yeah, adding this list of podcasts, which is very cool. All right, so we'll see what's be going on with the Evolution Control Committee. And uh, well, if you want to piss off ABC, was it ABC? Well, you could just go and download this song. All right, so I wanted to get into a little bit of uh, what's going on with the comic book and how uh, how things are going, and uh, how I'm dealing with this. So, um, anyway, if you guys who want like exciting, extreme content, well, you can exit now. Um, <laughs> you've probably gone a long time ago, but anyway, this is my own personal view of things. Um, I guess it's sort of like a personal journal in, in a sort of way where I. You know, years later, I can look back at this, or anyone can look back at this, and see uh, what it was like. You know, building the comic from A to Z. Not every one of these podcasts is going to be, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, incredibly interesting, or you know, this incredible entertaining dynamic. Because I'm just not going to put enough. En you know, I'm just not going to put that kind of energy into it. Oh, the music came back here. Uh, no way, because, you know, it's the comic that's uh, really important, and I'm doing uh, the podcast, uh, you know, in part uh, to promo the comic, in part, you know, it's very motivating to actually, you know, sit down an hour a week and just talk about the progress of what you know, it's driving the rest of the week, because, you know, you're going to be, like, reporting to some uh, unnamed person, and, 
uh, out there, so uh, you know it's it, it's more thrilling to to get hard at work and uh, get things going. Because if you got no one to show it to, you know what's the rush? What's the thrill? So yeah, basically what I've been doing is I've had an illustration of Winston that was working on for uh, a real long time. It must be months, man. I've been working on that illustration, and uh, I just wanted to get it done and over with uh, before starting chapter three which uh, I'll be doing uh, tomorrow. Yeah, exciting, exciting, exciting. So uh, if, some, if things go really well, I'll probably do a, a couple of little excerpts, uh, audio excerpts to uh, jot down my thoughts along the way. So I don't have like to do an original hour next week, but I can actually use clips from during the week of uh, how things went, which uh, you know, might be another approach to, uh, to podcasting this. I guess so. Uh, I guess we'll never really have this uh, totally uh, nailed down, uh, you know, really tight in terms of uh, how the podcast is going to go, but uh, let it grow organically, and uh, eventually, uh, you know, we'll know what we'll be doing, and uh, we'll have something pretty tight for uh, when the comic's going to come out, because basically right now, you guys are the the exception to the rule. I mean, no one's listening to the podcast at this moment. Uh, what I mean to say is we're not very much available. We're, we've just been included into the uh, main uh, uh, I podcast directories. I've, know that I've noticed this because of Google Alerts have been popping up with my name uh, referring to the, um, the podcast. So we might have actually a couple of new listeners. Uh, if you're out there, let me know. It would be really cool because uh, we haven't had any feedback just yet because we just started posting these suckers up there. No one's really got the feed that I know of. Okay, but enough of that. Back to the comic book. Uh, uh, The illustration I'm working on, which is called Watched, which is basically a shot of Winston Smith uh, from a security camera, I guess you could say. Uh, I'm using this uh, fisheye view approach, which uh, I I did with uh, an old drawing years ago which was of this uh, really hardcore goth freak that was <laughs> slicing his eye open with a, a razor blade. I don't know what was going through my head when I did that, but uh, I actually published that in the school paper, and uh, it was really cool to see all, <laughs> all the reactions of people coming up to that page. <laughs> yeah, when, uh, when they get there, man, it was really, really brutal. Uh, you're probably going to want to see that now. Okay, I'll put a hidden link somewhere next to the watch so you can compare. Uh, basically, I'm, I'm, I'm using what, uh, the approach I, I did years ago and adapted it for uh, 1984 for Winston here. And uh, I've put so much detail in the hair. I guess I go completely crazy that I used to love uh, when... Uh, you know, Mad Magazine artists would just uh, put so much detail in their shit. I just love art that's so fucking detailed. It makes me, um, I, it brings this sort of, uh, you know, tangible side to the reality to be able to, to just lose yourself in the detail, details. It, it gives a realism. Uh, even if you're not going for that realistic feel, there's sort of uh, a reality to it. It's only you know twisted, cartoonish kind of reality when uh, there's lots of uh, lots of detail or interaction. I guess you could say. So yeah, I mean I've been working all fucking week on that on that sucker, and man, with only 30 minutes uh, to lunch break, uh, there's no way I'm going to do that on lunch break in the morning. Well, I got to get up early. Usually play around with the computer, you know, the email messages, listen to a couple of podcasts and tunes that I might add to my own podcast. So that doesn't give much time to draw. And mostly at night, you know, I'm a little lazy going to talk and chat with my uh, roommate about, about this and that. And uh, ah, man, just procrastinating and not getting into it has been driving me up the wall, totally insane. So this week I'm really <laughs> getting down to it. Hopefully, uh, seeing progress all through the week of the eight pages of chapter three. Oh man, this is so motivating. So much energy, adrenaline, like adrenaline that comes from anticipating 
a new chapter. Oh, I love it. I love it. And once that's going to be done, we're going to learn a lot about programming. We're going to learn a lot about uh, the open source software to put this thing together. I'm going to be doing a lot more illustrations and um, getting the comic book set up for uh, early um, 2006, where we'll be launching in uh, April, as I've been mentioning far too often now. So, yeah, all the process of the stuff. Big brother is watching you. Yes, indeed he is. So that's the sign that we're almost done. Uh, I've got uh, one last song that I want to leave you with before I uh, give my thanks and shoutouts and call for help and collaboration on this project. And um, we're doing this, um, I've chosen this song simply because of its um, uh, its resounding theme of 1984. It's from Eurythmics, from the so-called uh, soundtrack of the movie 1984, which turned out not to be the soundtrack. Here's Double Plus Good.
All right, and that was Eurythmics with uh, Double Plus Good from the 1984 soundtrack, which, of course, is not the 1984 soundtrack. But anyone who's mastered doublespeak can understand that, of course. Now, uh, this is uh, the last stretch of the program, uh, so I'm going to take this time to um, actually uh, give a little thanks out to uh, the people who uh, have been helping me uh, these last few past few days. And um, I'm going to... Uh, Ask for a little bit of help uh, from the um, from you guys out there. So, if there's anyone who has uh, you know a special talent he'd like to contribute to um, to 1984, well, you're welcome to do so. There's a couple of spots open. We're especially looking for someone to uh, be watching out for the news. Some, if you so, if you're uh, looking at uh, the news a lot and uh, watching all the um, totalitarian changes that's going on in the world and uh, the Big Brother activities, well, you're welcome to communicate with us at bigbrother at 1984comic.com. Uh, we're always looking for uh, new articles and new information because uh, since uh, I've got a day job, I don't have as much time to be updating the website or looking around, which really sucks. Uh, but, you know, I guess it's a necessary evil. It's only temporary. Uh, they've promised me they'd uh, fire me <laughs> at the uh, 30th of December, so that isn't that nice of them. Uh, so I'm pretty sure not to be picked up for January until, of course, I'm like a top-level salesperson and uh, I'm giving them everything they want, you know, selling all the um, the really uh, pricey stuff and uh, especially the stuff that uh, has a lot of profits on it. Uh, then I'll be picked up, uh, but that that might not be a good thing because I eventually want to get the, back to the comic book, and I'd, I'd really love it to be working on this full time again. Probably going to try to go for a grant in um, uh, actually the same time the comic's supposed to come out. There's a, a grant that's going to be uh, open uh, decided, I guess, around that time. It's going to take three more months to to vote on it, but. Um, yeah, we're going to try to get financing to be able to um, push this comic all the way uh, without having to deal with all this uh, day job crap around there. So there um, might be a couple of other contracts out there that can, uh, in that time, that will keep me busy and get, get a little money going so I can spend more time at home and on the drawing board. So uh, that's about it for that. I want to uh, thanks uh, thank <laughs> thanks. I want to give thanks to Frederic Scarfoni who uh, has made the intro music and uh, the background music you've been listening to that was actually supposed to be on right now but somehow isn't, which is really weird. I guess I must have cut it off the wrong time. Oh well, well thanks anyways, Fred, for that background music, and um, thanks uh, to uh, Alex who's been uh, giving me. A home uh, after uh, you know uh, leaving where I used to be living at, and uh, now I've got this nice, warm, cozy place to be drawing the comic book, which is all thanks to uh, Citizen Alex. Uh, thank you. And uh, um, well, yeah, I guess uh, I guess I could ask for uh, if someone's out there is good at coloring comic books and uh, would like to give some of his time. To uh, be um, accelerating the uh, speed at which uh, 1984 will be colored, uh, you know, contact me again. Same email, Big Brother at 1984comic.com. It'd be really cool to hear hear from you and get some collaboration going, because this co uh, this project, there's so many things that I, I gotta be on the lookout for because just doing the comic book is a lot of work. And, you know, I'm pretty insane. I tend to try to do things the hardest possible way. That's why I'm doing everything on open source software and I'm learn learning Linux at the same time as using it for work, which uh, can be, you know, quite irritating sometimes when you're stuck and you don't know how to get out of a certain problem. But, uh, man, uh, it's certainly the best way to be learning. It's very motivating, and once... You've passed this certain threshold. Well, you you know you're just that more much more powerful with uh, with your tools. So um, that's why I'm doing things the hard way, and with the website and the podcasting that's uh, going on, it's a very active project. It's a whole lot more much more than uh, the comic book. I guess it's it's not just the comic for the making of the comic. I guess I've been feeling that we're knee deep in 1984 right now, and. Um, I 
just really want to follow the news and what's going on and uh, adapting George Orwell's book is basically like this uh, therapeutic outlet I guess you might say so yeah I think that's the way I see it right now um, I'm also working on a couple of contracts on the side that might be interesting to mention uh, I'll be doing the vis- preparing the visuals for next year's Recon conference so you might want to uh, be watching that anyone who's uh, interested in hacker oriented material be sure to check out check out recon.cx uh, right now you got basically what's uh, been on the website for the past well since this summer basically for the past year I guess you could say six months for sure anyhow they'll um, they'll be putting the conferences that um, basically all the panels at the conference the recon conference this summer that uh, took place in Montreal the panels will soon be on there uh, I'll let you guys know when they are so uh, keep in uh, keep in touch and uh, you'll know all about that oh yeah and uh, well I guess I thanked uh, who need to, needed to be thanked this week uh, so next time when we'll be uh, next edition of Winston's diary hopefully I'll have started chapter 3 so I'll be talking to you guys about what it's like to uh, take the novel and adapt it into panels a series of panels divided into 8 pages so I'll be talking about uh, the subject matter of uh, chapter 3 and um, how I'm viewing uh, the ad- adapting of it and uh, how I view the different aspects of each page and panel so I guess uh, it's, it'll be hard to follow unless you oh yeah I'll probably get a page podcast page set up that'd be cool so you guys can follow day to day well week to week I should say uh, the different visuals that I've uh, that I'm putting out whether it be uh, the Winston's watched illustration or the uh, thumbnails for the uh, chapter 3 comic Normally, this is totally the opposite of what a normal comic book production, or or basically any production would do, is to actually put out the material uh, in process before it's finished. I guess uh, you see all the mistakes, and, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, most corporations would be afraid that uh, the anticipation would be gone, or, you know, the novelty effect would be gone when the, the comic is finished. Uh, it might be true, but hey, not everyone's listening to this podcast, of course, uh, for one. And uh, for two, I think uh, if you are hardcore enough to be listening to this, then uh, you're really interested in the project, uh, you, or you like um, to uh, you like the independent approach, the open source uh, kind of feel to it, and uh, those are the kind of things that uh, drive you, and that's why you're listening to podcasts. So give us some feedback. Let us know. Uh, it'd be really cool to hear from you. Yeah. So um, that'll be it really soon. I'm on down to my last minute. Timed. I guess I sh- really should have uh, kept that last song for the end. You know, to leave the out. You got to on the on a good musical note. But uh, I'll have to keep that in mind for next week when we'll have tweaked the show. A little bit more, uh, especially the different um, different time spans for different sections. Uh, not enough time for the news, not enough time for to be battling about the comic book, and a little bit too much time on the intro. And uh, we'll keep a punch for the finale, of course, next time. So uh, stay tuned. I guess it's another Winston's Diary down the memory hole. And uh, yeah, uh, don't forget. Big Brother is watching all the time, everywhere. Are you guys seeing more and more cops in your area? More cameras popping up? A new tagging system, ID system coming up? Let us know. You can send us email at bigbrother at 1984comic.com or, of course, you can simply you can send us audio mail also by uh, putting up on a server somewhere and link, linking to it in an email. Tick, till then, I'll see you in the place with uh, no darkness. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. 
just want to try to condition you. I'm not doing a very good job.